Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 24th of July. Today, Ariane Titmus reminds the swimming world she's still the big fish in the pond. An NRLW debutante sinks her teeth into the new season, and Australia brings double trouble to the Hungarian Grand Prix. But first. Heading into the final day of the fourth Ashes Test at Old Trafford, Australia faced a straightforward proposition. Hold on for one more day. And five for 214 in their second innings, Australia still trailed England by 61 runs. And if they could survive the final day, a draw would be enough for Australia to retain the Ashes and, frankly, annoy the shit out of England. Not remotely amused. But instead of a bat, the only thing Australia ended up needing to retain the urn was an umbrella. Game's been called on account of rain. Yep, it's over. The final day was declared a washout and Australia have retained the Ashes with their now unassailable 2-1 lead heading into the fifth and final test beginning on Thursday at the Oval. But Aussie captain Pat Cummins wasn't naive to the manner in which the triumph came. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. I think, you know, as a group, proud that we've retained the Ashes, but it's, you know, off the back of not our greatest week. We know we've got a fair bit of work to do for next week. And while Pat might have been humble in victory... There is absolutely no need for me to be. So, while the Australian men and women have shown we're the best cricketing nation in the world in England, last night the Aussie swimmers reminded the world we're the best in the pool too. Ariane Titmus with 25 metres to swim. This is a demolition job. And the world record's in play. Come on, Arnie. Australia roars. She's ahead of the world record. The Terminator, Ariane Titmus, came out and shocked the field with a world record swim in the women's 400-metre final that left her main rivals American legend Katie Ledecky and 16-year-old Canadian rising star Summer McIntosh wondering if they'll need an outboard motor to get anywhere close to Titmus at next year's Olympics in Paris. I don't know. I was just really excited for this race. I've put in a lot of work the past six weeks I've been really happy with and I took a lot away from trials. I don't think I swam the way I wanted to, but I knew I had enough time to try and turn that around and I came in tonight and just tried to be fearless and race like I was that little girl again and um, it paid off. And the wins didn't stop there for the Aussies. And have a look at the gap to the rest of the field. This is, this is remarkable. amazing. I, th- I really think we should have more competitions for the Australians in Fukuoka. Channel 9's commentary team could barely believe their eyes as the women's 4 by 100 metre freestyle relay team made up of Molly O'Callaghan, Shana Jack, Meg Harris and Emma McKeon laid the smack down on the rest of the field with a world record breaking swim of their own. Australia's girls continue to shine bright in Fukuoka a 6th world championship gold medal. Three in a row and the legend Oh, and don't worry, because the Aussie men did some damage too. And King Kyle anchoring at home. Look at him go. Kyle Chalmers. They did it 22 years ago in the same pool and history is repeated. Australia brings down the might of the United States. The Aussie men also claimed the 4 by 100 metre freestyle crown led by half-man, half-fish Kyle Chalmers, while 19-year-old Queenslander Sam Short announced himself to the swimming world in the men's 400 metre freestyle. Sam Short. 
swimming for gold. Half nearly oh still God, there. There's nothing in this finish. The Australian dives yes. to the wall, and he's the world champion in a breathtaking That's swim. And he joins that unrivaled honor roll. Perkins, Hackett, Thorpe, Winnington, and Sam Short. Four gold medals overall for the Aussies in their most successful night at the World Championships for almost 50 years. So you know what? I'm going to play the song again. Unless you're a diehard bobsled fan, you've probably never heard of Ashley Werner. But I'm betting after the weekend, Werner's sporting celebrity is on the rise. Yeah, I'm kind of a big deal. In a previous life, Werner was one of Australia's best female bobsledders, only narrowly missing out on selection for the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics. But over the weekend, she made her debut as a Brisbane Bronco as the new NRLW season kicked off. The Roosters. Up against the Broncos. The Roosters kicking off. First use of the football for Brisbane. And I'm sure Werner playing on the wing had big dreams of maybe scoring a try, maybe even scoring the winning try. But instead, in the 53rd minute, Werner's debut became a nightmare. And now a penalty. Gee, they've got to be careful here, the Roosters. Ashley Werner sent off on her NRLW debut for a bite. I'm not sure that's what she had in mind when she planned on sinking her teeth into a new sport. Werner's departure left the Broncos short-handed and the Roosters made them pay, handing Brisbane a 36-10 defeat to begin their NRLW campaign. Racing for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Good launch for Max Verstappen. And immediately they're going to go wheel to wheel. Side by side they go into turn one. Will we go three wide in there? Verstappen has the inside line. Max Verstappen has the lead of the Grand Prix as he runs Lewis Hamilton wide. And what a move to the inside for Oscar Piastri, who moves up to second position. The last time Australia had two drivers on the grid to start a Formula 1 Grand Prix was in Brazil in 2013. Mark Webber was driving for Red Bull in what would be his final ever F1 Grand Prix, and Dan Ricciardo was a rising star with Red Bull's junior team Toro Rosso. But last night at the Hungarian Grand Prix, Australia once again had a two-pronged F1 attack. Daniel, it's good to see you. How does it feel to be back? It's good to be back, yeah. it's. Uh, I don't know, it feels like it feels familiar. I guess it hasn't been that long. After half a year out, Dan Ricciardo was back in an F1 car racing for Red Bull's junior team AlphaTauri yesterday. And while he wasn't able to secure any points, it was hard to wipe that famous smile off his face after he came home in 13th. I thought probably after 30 laps or something, I was going to be singing pretty loudly for a, for a breath of fresh air or something. But um, I actually felt really good in the car and physically, uh, yeah, felt good at the end of the race. And while Dan was just happy to be out there, his countryman Oscar Piastri, who is still in his rookie year and had qualified in fourth position for the race, fought it out at the pointy end of the field with the big dogs of the sport to finish in fifth place overall behind Lewis Hamilton in fourth, Red Bull's Sergio Perez in third, McLaren teammate Lando Norris in second, and the winner, Max Verstappen, who might be more machine than man as he claimed his seventh consecutive Grand Prix victory. Red Bull round the final corner on a day to celebrate for the team and driver. The Dutch driver has dominated once more. Seven victories in a row for Max Verstappen. The win marked Red Bull's 12th consecutive Grand Prix win, breaking the record previously held by McLaren and all but guaranteeing them the Constructors' Championships and the Drivers' Championship for 2023. 
And that is your fast one hitters ball for today. But before I go, here's a quick update on the FIFA Women's World Cup results from the weekend. On Friday, Nigeria and Canada drew nil all. Switzerland defeated the Philippines 2-0. And Spain beat Costa Rica 3-0. What about Saturday? The USA knocked off Vietnam 3-0. England eked out a 1-0 win over Haiti. Denmark did the same to China. And Japan destroyed Zambia 5-0. Sunday? Three games yesterday. Sweden 2-1 win over South Africa. Netherlands 1-0 win over Portugal. And Jamaica held on for a surprising draw against France. Australia's second group game is this Thursday when they take on Nigeria in Brisbane. I can't wait for that. Me either. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.